pretty, pretty. That's the sound of Harriet Namande playing with her 14-month-old daughter, Pretty. They live in a rural area in the Mubende district of Uganda. Community members here are typically farmers and most of the households have very little, if any, income. Getting access to healthcare facilities here is not always easy. Harriet says when she went into labor, she struggled for many hours to get to a healthcare center. I gave birth to Pretty, but something wasn't right. I noticed things that were different to other children. I brought her home and met the village health worker who helped me and referred me to the health facility in Chiyuni, where the assessment of the pediatrician and other specialists were able to identify that my child was not okay. They told me she did not meet certain testing goals. Her sight was okay, but her hearing was damaged. She also can't hold anything in her hand. She can't sit and she can't play like any other children. As Pretty grew up, Harriet noticed she would play using only one hand. She and her husband, Pascale, were also concerned because their baby did not respond when called. Her eyes follow the, 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 the sound, but the, the bit of holding she cannot do. But if you use even a torch to do the light like this, she can follow the light, but she cannot hold. So this is cool. It's, you've made your own toy. It's a plastic bottle with some seeds in it or beans maize in it. Greens. Is it maize yeah. green? So it's like a rattle. That's pretty like it. Yes. So we've just met Pretty and her family. They were in contact with a village health team worker who flagged certain developmental concerns and referred the family to Kiyuni Healthcare Centre for further testing. Now it cannot be emphasised enough. Early identification and intervention is crucial because it can prevent further impairment and rehabilitation can begin. An abundance of research shows that investing in early identification and intervention yields incredible returns. So having the community healthcare worker consult with Pretty and her family and refer them to the healthcare centre was a key intervention. Right, so we've just arrived at the Kiyuni Healthcare Centre. This is where Pretty's parents were asked to bring her. We're going to speak to the healthcare workers who assessed her. Um, my name is Namaga Juliet. I'm a registered nurse. Sisters, so we were just at the home of Pretty now, where we met the village healthcare worker who did the initial assessment with her and who referred her to you here. Pick up the story there. Tell us about how you met Pretty. Um, Pretty was referred by RVHT. When she came, we reassessed using a short, then we used the long. So when we carried out the assessment, we found out that Pretty had multiple disabilities. She could not hear well. She cannot sit by herself. She cannot even crawl. She cannot handle using the, the right hand. It is too weak. Even the neck is weak. It can't be supported. Pretty can't say no word. Pretty's condition was caught thanks to something called the MDAT 
tool. That's the Malawi Development Assessment Tool. It's essentially a form that community healthcare workers use to assess babies based on certain criteria, and this happens during visits at the home or could happen at visits at localized healthcare centers. Now, should the little ones not meet certain specific criteria as outlined in that MDAT tool, they are referred to the next level in the healthcare system. Because of this referral, Pretty was able to get help like physiotherapy. And nurses also showed her mother, Harriet, how to care for her and do certain activities that could strengthen her back, arms and legs. The mother was advised to stretch and exercise the baby's arms and to give her more toys to play with and to hold, uh, to exercise those parts of her body that needed to be developed most. Now, Harriet remains hopeful that with ongoing care, Pretty's condition can improve. I would love my child to walk and play and be involved with other children so she can have a better future. I have hope that if all goes well, she will be okay. My colleague, Dr. Fred Kagwiri, is a health specialist at UNICEF Uganda. He's on the road with me right now, and he explains how UNICEF is supporting this work in the community. Yes, I'm called Fred Kagwiri. I'm a health specialist. The Malawi development tool is the tool that we are using to assess children with disabilities in the pilot districts of Movende and Kassanda. So UNICEF is supporting uh, the districts to ensure that the capacity is built. So, so far, uh, health workers, teachers and village health team members have been trained on how to use the tool and uh, they are applying it in the field. The village health team members utilize the tool mainly within the communities and also at the health facilities where they support uh, the work of uh, disability. Then the teachers utilize the tool while uh, attending to the children in the ECD centers and also in primary schools. Then the health workers, once the village health team members and the teachers have referred children uh, with the suspected forms of disabilities, the health workers go uh, ahead and utilize the long uh, MDAT tool to do further assessment and confirm the diagnosis. So this is the way uh, UNICEF has supported this work. UNICEF has also provided the, the assessment kit. Back in Kampala, we caught up with UNICEF Uganda's now former Deputy Representative Jane Muita. I asked her to describe the situation before the tool came into play. Were many children with disabilities going undiagnosed? Yes, in many communities in Uganda, in many African countries, poverty is very high. And a lot of uh, families are struggling with just survival. Health facilities are overclouded, which is the first contact for the child. So the next point where they can be picked is when they come for, for care, maybe during the immunization period. And that is the time when a, a health worker who has a good eye of checking children will be able to pick out some developmental delays. But a lot of them are missed. And also, in our communities, traditionally, children who have disability or people with disability are usually not... Uh, included in a lot of uh, points of care or services or even 
in points where they can be exposed to the to to learn to engage because a lot of a lot of people are either embarrassed that they have a child with disability or traditionally they are treated uh, with stigma because they have a child with disability Let's look at the numbers. Between December 2021 and July 2022, over 10,700 children were screened or assessed by village health teams in Uganda using the short MDAT tool. Of those, 340 children were identified as having developmental delays, and 209 children with severe disabilities were referred for specialized services. Now, this means in that space of time, hundreds of children children's lives were impacted by this tool as they can now potentially receive the medical treatment or rehabilitation that they need to improve their quality of life this important work in uganda is continuing and the mdat tool is going a long way in assisting community healthcare workers health professionals and teachers to identify early on where children might have a disability or where there might be an issue that needs further attention early identification is the key i'm nadia sami jacobs thank you for joining us for this edition of the unicef africa podcast this episode was made possible by the government of uganda and unicef uganda with funding support from the norwegian government and the h&m foundation in sweden